Massivize Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. Today, we have some very interesting news about a company purchasing an aviation company, and I'm excited to dive a little bit deeper into that. But Sean, welcome back. Thank you for joining me on this Friday episode. Can you give us a little roundup of what we'll talk about today? Sure. And I can't get I can't wait to get to the aviation news either. But uh, yeah, today we'll cover regulatory approval for Nomura Medical in the Middle East, Blue Wind Medical's de novo nod for its urinary incontinence treatment, Zimvi's expansion of a development deal, Transmedic's purchase of an aviation company, and ICU Medical's plans to close one of its facilities and lay off workers. So let's jump into that news from Nomura Medical first. Yeah, the company won regulatory approval for its non-invasive glucose sensor in the Middle East. It's a significant win in a region that the company says is hit hard by diabetes, and these wins could potentially open the door to further regulatory progress. So what is that sugar beet sensor? Sugar beet is a CE Mark device that offers non-invasive, flexible, continuous glucose monitoring. It provides actionable insights derived from real-time glucose measurements and, and daily glucose trend data. It could help people with diabetes and prediabetes better manage, reverse, and prevent the onset of their chronic condition, like the common CGMs you see today, like Dexcom's G6 or G7 or Abbott's Freestyle Libre platforms. It can be worn on the upper arm. Interesting. And what other regulatory agencies has the company submitted to so far? Well, the company says it's submitted for FDA pre-market approval for sugar beet in the U.S. So that's obviously a big one, especially where we are. It also filed an application for the reimbursement of sugar beet in the UK. Obviously, anytime you get a regulatory nod, and like I said, it's already got CE mark, regardless of geography, you've got to gain a little confidence toward hitting other regulatory milestones. So, you know, you, you wouldn't be surprised if that pre-market approval came through in the in the US. Now, what's the next bit of news that we should know for today? FDA granted a de novo nod to Blue Wind Medical's neuromodulation technology for urinary incontinence. This is a big win for an innovative neuromodulation device that's implanted far from the brain and even the spine. So what is that device? It's called Revy. It's a tibial neuromod system for treating the symptoms of incontinence, treats urgency incontinence alone or in combination with urinary urgency. Small, battery-free device that's implanted near the ankle during a single, minimally invasive outpatient procedure. When activated, it stimulates the posterior tibial nerve to provide relief from urinary incontinence. Users receive a lightweight wireless wearable placed around the ankle for activation once to twice daily for their convenience. So what does that battery-free design enable? Bluen says the patient-centric battery-free design allows for the miniaturization of Revy to measure three centimeters in length and three millimeters in diameter, which could eliminate the need for future surgery due to battery depletion, lead fracture, or lead migration. And can you tell us a little bit about the trial that the device underwent and maybe a little bit about what doctors think about it? Sure. Well, the OASIS trial evaluated 151 women meeting its primary endpoint, demonstrating statistically significant improvement in urgent continence episodes of six months of implanted subjects. 76.4% achieved at least a 50% reduction in those incontinence episodes. And at 12 months, 82% completing the study achieved at least 50% episode reduction. Obviously, doctors were pretty impressed by the news. Cindy Amundsen, a professor of urogynecology and urology at Duke University School of Medicine, who was an investigator on the trial, 
called urinary incontinence, a debilitating life-altering condition that impacts every aspect of a patient's life, said the OASIS safety and efficacy data support the Revy device as a new option for those living with the frustrations of that condition. Now let's move on to the Zimvi news. Zimvi expanded its development deal with BrainLab to include co-marketing. The partnership could open up new avenues in spinal surgery. So what does BrainLab do? BrainLab offers a diversified spine imaging, planning, and navigation portfolio, and also provides robotic imaging, surgical assistance, and mixed reality to support spinal surgeries. And what is the goal of this development deal? Well, they undertook a joint project to achieve compatibility between their technologies, combining Zimvi's vital and virage fixation systems with BrainLab's spine and trauma navigation technologies. These technologies help surgeons plan and execute spinal procedures with those Zimvi fixation systems, accurately placing pedicle screws and minimizing radiation exposure. An additional part of the deal is that Zimvi plans to co-market the BrainLab's spine and trauma navigation technologies alongside its existing spine implant solutions. Interesting. So what are executives saying, though? Bafa Jamali, the president and CEO of Zimvi, said the company's been focused on expanding its portfolio with enabling technology to drive greater adoption across the spine portfolio. There's a common interest in delivering clinical and economic value to customers and patients that aligns between Zimvi and BrainLab. Rebecca Whitney, the president of Global Spine at Zimvi, called BrainLab an ideal partner for Zimvi's mission to make spine surgery more efficient and reproducible without compromising accuracy and safety. Whitney said that the company will benefit from a complementary customer base with little overlap in existing accounts as well. Now let's move on to that exciting aviation news. Yeah, Transmedics completed its Summit Aviation acquisition. Not your typical medtech acquiring medtech type of deal that we usually talk about, but still a really interesting acquisition that should you know end up improving Transmedics business. Definitely. I thought this was interesting when I saw it on the website. Can you give us some more information about the acquisition, like maybe when they announced it and how leadership will be handled after this purchase is completed? Yeah, well, they announced the plan to acquire Summit Aviation just over two weeks ago. So obviously it didn't take long to close the deal. There are no financial terms disclosed, but one bit of info on personnel With the closing of the deal, Summit founder Ben Walton joins Transmedics as VP of Aviation Services. And like you mentioned, this is not your typical medtech buys medtech situation. Why did Transmedics acquire an aviation portfolio? The company wanted to establish its own sort of aviation outlet for transporting organ transplants. Said it enables the establishment of Transmedics Aviation the first integrated national provider of air logistics dedicated exclusively to organ transplantation in the U.S. That makes sense. And what did the CEO have to say about the deal? Well, Transmedics president and CEO, Dr. Walid Hassanain, said that Summit is one of the leading teams in the air charter industry, citing a stellar reputation for exceptional service, among other things that align with Transmedics' aims. He added that the acquisition represents a critical element of Transmedic's strategy to build and manage a national transplant logistics network designed to expand the reach and coverage of its national organ care system program. And now, what's the last thing that we should know for today? ICU Medical is going to close a facility in Minnesota and cut around 81 jobs. Uh, Obviously, an unfortunate story to end the day as the infusion technology developer plans to shut down some operations in Minnesota. And we've heard about tightening the belt in medtech a lot this year and have heard about a lot of layoffs in the industry. So 
How did you find out about this latest round of layoffs and the facility closure? The state of Minnesota, the Minnesota Department of Employment and Economic Development, or DEED, shared that it received a worker adjustment and retraining notification or WARN letter from ICU Medical dated August 17th, notifying the state of the intention to close a facility in Oakdale, Minnesota, just east of St. Paul, cutting approximately 81 jobs. So why is the company planning to close the facility? ICU Medical said in its letter that the action is taking place after a thorough analysis of its operations at the facility and the company's larger U.S. manufacturing footprint. Evidently, it determined that you know, they could find ways to manufacture or do whatever was being done there elsewhere. What positions are affected and when is everything set to take place? There's a long list, but they're included, not limited to engineering, manufacturing, maintenance, HR, management, supervisors, and more. According to the state of Minnesota, due to changes in manufacturing operations at the Oakdale facility and other U.S. operations, ICU Medical plans to begin its layoffs on October 29th of this year, so a couple of months, planning for a full business closure on December 31st, 2024, so more than a year away from the actual closure of the facility. And that's the fifth story. So that's all the news that we have for today. Thanks again, Sean, for coming on on this Friday episode and giving us all of your news and insights. Of course, as always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mastervise Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us next week for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.